Hey, it's Kylie, and welcome to 49 Days to Stretch My Soul. It has been four weeks of Svirat HaOmer. We are actually closer to the end than the beginning now. And it's fitting because this week we are dealing with the trait of Hod, which is humility. I'm going to learn today, per usual, from the incredible Dasi Zar, co-director of the Young Professionals branch of Chabad House Bowery called Kihilas Atid. She's going to teach me about what Hod is all about, what humility means in the context of Svirat Homer. So with that, I hand this over to Dasi. Hi, Dasi. Hi, Kylie. We're back. We're back. We're back. Last week was perseverance, victory, and endurance, and now we're at a week of what is traditionally understood, how I understand it, humility, submission to a higher power. That's exactly what it is. It's humility and self-sublimation, an ability to take yourself out of the picture, right? And exactly what you said, Netzach, is that victory, perseverance, pushing forward, fighting that fight. And now we move to the opposite side, that gavura energy, that discipline restraint, extends now into hod, which is that humility. It's interesting because the word hod means, it means a few things, but one of the loosely translated words is glory. Mm. So what does that mean that it's connected to glory? Because it's really about being willing to let go of your own personal glory and outshining everybody else and recognizing that you're just one piece of the big puzzle. You're able to collaborate with those around you, with your love relationship, with your parents, with your friends, with your coworkers. You're not just trying to outshine everyone. You're not the ball hog on the basketball team, but you recognize each person has a unique ability and mm. skill that's divinely given to them. And you're respecting and honoring that. So that takes a dissolving and a humility of the ego. It's counterintuitive almost mm -hmm. because we just focused on the self through perseverance and endurance. Like that to me is the most self-oriented. It's mm -hmm. like, how do I get through this thing? What do I have to tell myself? How do I give myself what I need to finish what I set out to start, which is so self. And then the next week we're told, well, it's not really about you. <laughs> You're just a piece of the puzzle. Don't get too big-headed, basically, and see yourself as a kind of instrument. Like, mm -hmm. if there's, if God is the creator of all things, you're just a little piece. But I just built myself up last week, so I feel like I'm getting torn down. That's what it is, my love. It's like <laughs> the yin and the yang. We're moving from one side of the spectrum to the other side of the spectrum. We need both extremes to come into that balanced center line, which we're going to get into next week. It's all about, it's all going to come into integration and how do we move from both of these. And sometimes your life is going to call for netzach. You got to push through, right? Every life cycle, there's an aspect of, I got to fight this. Yeah. And then there's an aspect of, there is a bigger picture here. In fact, the word hod comes from the word hodu, hodu Hashem. Hodu means to praise, to thank, mm. to appreciate, to recognize that you're grateful, that it's not just about you. That you are part of this massive master plan and to be smitten by the awesomeness. And that really makes us feel like small, but also there's a greatness there. Being human is hard. <laughs> like I feel like I get it every week and then there's something else and it's like, okay, you thought you got it. That's so great. But it turns out you didn't or you got it for a specific moment, but it turns out there are 10,000 more moments and like that thing that you honed as well as you can 
met the need of that moment, but it's just for that specific moment. Mm. That's a hard pill to swallow. I know you, Kylie. You're a growing person. <laughs> so while you're pushing forward, you have so much openness and humility to what life brings you. Mm. And so that's that's a great thing. You know, somebody who's like, I got it. I know. In my mind, that's stagnant. Mm. And that's not real growth. But you have the humility to say, I got it. And now I have no idea what's going on. And yeah. that's normal. That's the way that we're wired. We're not supposed to get it all the time. Kind of makes me feel like also that there are some weeks that will come more easily based on where you're at in your life. So like a listener is going through this and and really feels like they have a grasp on endurance. Every week I'm talking to somebody who embodies a trait. So there are some people who are going to get this. You're right. I do have that sense of bigger picture, which in some ways is an Achilles heel. Like it doesn't make my life easier. But every person is going to have a trait that they've been trained in almost, mm-hmm. that they've got. But what does it look like in God? <laughs> like, I think if all of these are meant to be mirrors of what God already has, what does Hode look like in the divine creator of the world? Gosh, that's such a loaded question. <laughs> well, if we're saying that Hode is really about humility, the ultimate humility is in Hashem, right? Hashem isn't like, hello, I'm here recognize me. Hashem is like, you could go through your entire life and not recognize that there's a divine energy that's reinvigorating the world at every single moment. Mm. And I think that for us, sometimes we need to like recognize there is so much at play and we are that small little puzzle. Yeah. But we're also so powerful and so great at the same time, right? There's that famous Hasidic idea that the Hasid in one pocket holds that you are the entire world was created for you and in the other pocket had you are dust of the world and it's like holding these two ideas in our minds constantly is so important and so powerful i think recognizing that hashem is ultimately humble there's so much humility in hashem that's what moses also was moses was the epitome of humility that's why he was the greatest leader he was completely transparent just a perfect vessel for the divine to express itself through Mm, and struggled a lot and struggled a lot. Yes. Which I guess is part of being a perfect vessel. Yes. Hashem, the name, Hashem, is God, superpower, consciousness, the universe. You know, we have different words to express what Hashem is. Yeah. Hashem is ultimately the invigorating light that is recreating the world at every single moment. And we're part of that. Hashem is willing us into existence at every single moment. It's pretty incredible when you think about it. Like... You're needed. You're needed. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Every single moment Hashem's doing that. Mm. It's pretty wild. I think what's also wild is that this is a process that exists in the world. <laughs> this process of cultivating these different energies and emotions. It's. I think the more I learn about it, the more I do with it, the crazier it is that this is something that we have in our lives to do. You know, you've said a couple times now, this is so hard and being a human is hard. And it's so true. I can't say enough how true that is. And I think the reason for that is because we are souls in a body. Mm. And we have these two very opposing parts of us that are like, wait, I just want to be in the divine. And then there's a part of us that's like, I want to go to Tulum and party really hard. And it's like, (laughs) how do we bridge these two very opposite and opposing expressions of ourselves that live inside of us? Yeah. And that's really the whole point of this is we are both and both need to exist and express themselves. 
and they lean on each other. It's this whole tug of war yeah. that we're just kind of like figuring out, you know? Yeah, it's, there's a quote. I was just reading a book by Robert Johnson called like Understanding Our Shadow. Robert Johnson being the psychologist, I read an excerpt from the first week that life has to be balanced. And if you focus only on the culturally accepted qualities, which we're taught to hone because those are the ones that are accepted in society, you have to balance out by expressing the other side, like the darker sides, the things that aren't accepted in society. That's the only way to be a productive human is mm. by balancing out. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a there's night and day in 24 hours. Yeah. We have to experience the light and we have to experience the darkness within us. It's all part of who we are. <sighs> it's odd to start off a week knowing that I don't really have control over anything, but we'll see how I feel by the end of it. Stay tuned for tomorrow when I read something to keep me humble. Until then, I'm Kylie Unell, and this is 49 Days to Stretch My Soul. Nine Days to Stretch My Soul is a production of Tablet Studios. The show is hosted by me, Kylie Unell, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruske, Josh Cross, Quinn Waller, Robert Scaramuccia, and Sara Fredman-Ader. Our team includes Stephanie Butnick, Leah Leibovitz, Mark Oppenheimer, and Tanya Singer. Please go rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps other people discover the show. For more of me, you can follow at Kylie Unell on Instagram, for more information about this or any other of Tablet's podcasts, visit tabletmag.com slash podcasts. <laughs>